Let's begin, everyone. Yesterday was Daf Tes Vav. Today is Daf Tes Zayin. We'll do a review of yesterday's Daf. Get to today's. Have in mind that our learning should be as close for Rav Shleima, for Amy Vastora, for Yitzchok Ben Rezel, for Michal Aviva Bas Yudis, Hadas Basronia, and for Sar Bas Yochevet, and all else who need a refuah. And with that, let's. Um, I don't know exactly where to start from. I have no idea. Anybody could point me no in one the right side. No one knows. No. All right. Excellent. Okay. Good. Good. All right. So uh, this is where I started uh, at the uh, Berluhu. Um On the like a uh, little ways down on Daftes Vav, um, the Shaila was is that this fellow uh, Rab Shimon Hanasi. We, we're not familiar with uh, a Rab Shimon Hanasi. So is he? Was there actually a Nasi Rab Shimon Hanasi, or is that like? Uh, Quoting a Nasi. That was the question. Um, so uh, we brought a riot because Rav Yosef says, Halach is Rav Shimon Anasi. Well, isn't that, that sounds pretty, pretty much that he is Rav Shimon Anasi. The Gemara says, not Lav Tafka, because maybe Rav Yosef is just quoting. That's what he's referred to as. You know, he's quoting the bit. Rav Yosef was uh, saying it over, how he's mentioned in the Mishnah. It's not Muchach. It's not, uh, that's all we remain with the Teku. It remains unknown whether there existed a Nasi named Rav Shimon. Okay? Then we went to this uh, topic. Um, uh, how can it be that Rav Yosef Paskins that the Allah is like Rav Shimon Anasi? Isn't there a basic principle that which is a basic halacha that the, the halacha is, is that when a person is on his deathbed and he says the words, um, you know, give X amount of money to so and so, even if he didn't say anything more than that. It's as if it was written in a document and handed over, meaning it's uh, we carry out the whatever the words of the Shkibmeras, it's a special rule so that a person who's Shkibmeras knows that what he says is being fulfilled. I uh, shouldn't die quicker from distress. So uh, we do it. Okay, and uh, Rabbi Yosef, so that's the kasha is that how can the Allah be like Rav Shimon Anasi? Basically, says that um, uh, Rav Shimon Anasi was the one who brought down the Misa. Uh, one second, what was it? But uh, it wasn't definite who you give it to, whether you give it to the Yarshim of the, you give it back to his, his uh, right? So uh, his inheritors, the inheritors of the sender, meaning, uh, and that's not, so the Gemara explains that uh, Rav Yosef would say that the case of, that they were arguing in was a case of a Bari, a person who was of a sound mind, healthy, um, and nothing wrong with him. I, how does it fit in? Those in the Gemara say that he's, uh, you give it back to the Yoshi HaMishalech. Yoshi HaMishalech implies that the Mishalech died, he's, uh, so he must have been on his deathbed. So the Gemara answers is that, uh, um, yeah, just fix up the text, Yachzor LeMishalech, because um, if it was Yosha Mishlech, isn't there a rule, a mitzvah, a kind of remit, they apply. Anyway, which only, those are words we're referencing clearly, but he would change the text a little differently, and that was the end of the first chapter. Took us to the next chapter, continuing along with the same discussion of the obligation to say when delivering a get out overseas, outside of, outside of Israel, you say But what here is the we're talking about when you don't do it the right way. If you just said and did not say or you just said and not or you said but only or and 
all of those, if it wasn't a full Befane Nechtav, in front of me it was written, and Befane Nechtav, in front of me it was signed, it's no good. It's possible. That get is possible. So how come the Ben Yim accepted if they're writing the get? I mean, let's explain. Okay, the get is written yeah, in Houston, to do, yeah. and it's sent with a messenger <laughs> to another <laughs> town. And the messenger forgot to say what he needs to say, ah. or he missed some of it. So that was the problem. He didn't do it right. So it ruins the get. The whole thing got to go back. Even though the get was written, okay. Even though there was nothing wrong with the writing of the get, and nothing wrong with the signing of the get. But it's the inability of the messenger to provide that information. He wasn't aware of, he wasn't paying attention by the signature, he wasn't, you know, whatever, he stepped out of the room, or, by, or the other way around. All that is no good. Now, what if you have a different scenario? You have two people. One of them is saying, I saw the writing. And a different person saying, I saw the signing. So can we combine them together to make it a good thing? So the Gemara says, no, that's also... No good. What if two people say, we saw the writing, and only one person says, I saw the signing? That's also no good. But on this, we see review this is that it is good. That's kosher. What if one person says, and two people say, we saw, but he didn't see the signing, but there are two people who are providing the they saw the signatures, then everybody would agree that that's kosher. We'll explain why, what cases are okay, what's not. Okay, so let's move and get to this. Why, first of all, is there necessary to present this Mishnah altogether? Why can't we just say, um, uh, you know, you got to say, if you don't do that, there's no good. That's what it means. Why, the first Mishnah pretty much says it all. Why are we repeating here? The answer is, is that that just tells you what you need to do. It never tells you there's a whole different level of Torah, more Torah, that you need to provide when you don't do it. What's the ramifications of such? Maybe it's like, that's what you're supposed to do. You messed up, you messed up, but it still doesn't affect the validity of the get. That's what we're saying, is that it does. Okay. So, um, now, we mentioned, The problem is, which half are you talking about? Because if it's the first half, Rebbe Lazar says that even if you didn't write but one line in front of the witness, witnesses, and he saw the first line, Lishma, so then it doesn't need any more. Um, and that's basically, if, oh, as long as you got the first line down, the Edom are, are, are uh, that's good enough. So, obviously, the only chetzio that's not acceptable is chetzio achron. Half the, half the writing, most of the time, the idea is just to so understand, when you, um, when he, precl- when the sulfur is writing, he s- makes a statement in the beginning of his writing. See that I am writing this get, he's talking to the witnesses. In the name of this particular husband and, and for this particular woman and for the purpose of divorce. So then, as he, and you saw him do the first line like that, so then you could assume the rest of it was done fully along <coughs> out with the same thing. As long as you can tell that it's the same get, meaning you made Kesimen, then you know that he wrote the rest of it all along with the same intention. That's the concept. The idea, but if, however, you missed the beginning and you just step in in the middle, even if he <laughs> says, oh, yeah, it's Lishma, but you didn't hear the beginning of it, that's a big problem. That's the you idea. You can't assume. Right, exactly. No, that's the thing. But, yeah. the, but because you were there from the beginning, that's all yeah. you need. That's so the Gemara says, you're right, this case was the half, which is no good, is the second half. Okay. So Next? Yeah. Yes. 101. We've been, I think you mentioned a, a few days that 
12 lines. The get is 12 yes. lines, exactly. Yes. What's written? Because we all are going to we'll get there. You we'll see. When you get there. Yeah, it's actually, that's true. On. He's right that we that it's not necessarily, but. Because I never seen a get in my life. I will, I will, I will. Um, if you turn. Um, I'll show you yesterday. What is that? All right. You could change I want you to know that if you want to look at a get, the Art Scroll uh, Gemaras have a get in the back that you could look at. Uh, sample of a get. That's how Keaton look. That's the same. That's the print that we have to this very day. So uh, we will see. At the end of the Masechta talks about the words that are that are written in a get. There's a very specific form. Besides for what's changing, which is the name, the name of the husband, yeah. the name of location, the wife, the location the, the, of the husband, location of the wife, and location of the writing of the get. So you, so Houston, Texas. If everyone's there, everyone's uh, present. So it'll be written three times in the get. Now, it doesn't say Texas. It says Houston. It describes the city of Houston. It describes where, it, where Houston is located in terms of its, its water, water sources. That's the way of identifying. Because there's a Houston, Alabama, of course. And, and you want to make sure it's not uh, wrong Alabama. Houston. Uh, or whatever. There's another. There's a Houston Street. In, uh, what? No, Houston, not Houston. <laughs> anyway, it's pronounced. It goes by. It goes phonetically. They, they, they discuss. They describe the name. They write the name phonetically. It's how, what it sounds like. Not by. They don't. Uh, most Gitin, Gitin to, at this day are were established. Houston is written. With uh, people you, typically without the yeah without the head because they can't without the head yeah because yeah, you, you can't hear it you, you, only you, people you. only the only one here who really hear the the H sound is from Michael Cusin because he's uh, you know so exacting he says Houston Houston but nobody else does everyone says Houston so that's why it goes by that Yud Vav Yud Vav Samach Tes Tes Nun that's it. Houston. 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 You, you, Houston. You, so you have the, uh, the, the writing and the signing. There's a certain, certain amount of time that cannot pass between those two? No. No, it, as long as though, it, it, there's no, uh, uh, whatever, statute of limitations place. on yeah. the get, right? It could be given years later. I'm giving you the get? Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's a whole, I mean, there's, a, there's an exact, sum. we'll describe it when we get there. Okay. Anyway, um, if you want, if you want, I can invite you to come witness, uh, to be able to witness uh, what a get looks like, what a get looks like, as long as the couple's okay with that. Okay. Uh, some, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. The next one is, um, it says, Befani nechtav kulo, befani nechtav nechtam chetio. So the question is, Rav Chizda says, this is not talking about we're the signatures and we have no verification on the second signature. What it is talking about is that even if there's two people who recognize the second signature as a legitimate signature of somebody they know, so we know we have no question of forgery over here, it's still not acceptable. And the reason why, so why shouldn't it be acceptable, the bottom line is we have all the information we need. He saw if the, one of the signers, he saw the signature, so that's Ver- verifying the signature, one signature, and the second signature we can verify with witnesses. Why isn't that acceptable? He says, because you can got to choose. Either we're going with the world of Kiyomaget, with a, with a, which, which is where witnesses are establishing the signatures, or you're doing the Takanos Chachamim of the Befani Nechtam. If you have a piece of this and a piece of that, you can't put, you can't clap, clap these two things together and make it as one. It doesn't work that way. 
Okay, and that's really the theme we'll see of this of this chazar of this daf is you know putting two things for two systems and whether they whether they can combine together. That's shitas Rav Chizda. And on that rabbi says, how can that be problematic? I don't understand. If one person would come and say it's kosher, that's, that's acceptable, the second signature. I was there for the second signature, so everything's good. Two people are not as good as that? What kind of business? Why should that not be good? So therefore, rabbi argues on Rav Chist, and he says that they must be talking about where he, the same witness, is uh, that the same shliach says, not, I recognize the signature. I wasn't there for the signing, but I recognize the signature. Meaning, I know this guy's signature. I know who it is. He's a real person, upstanding, upstanding uh, kosher Jew, aid, yeah. kosher witness, and um, and I'm and I bring along another aide together with me, and that's why it's no good. Why would that not be good? A different reason, because now it can be. Uh, you might think that you could have a kim Storos in general, where three quarters of the money is coming from one witness, and that's problematic. Um, one witness is providing the full information for one of the signatures, that's half the money, and the other one, he's half of the presentation of the other signature, and that's what's problematic is because it's three quarters from one and one quarter from the other, and that's, pro- and that's uh, could, could, you could make a mistake and think that's acceptable in other kiyom, meaning two people are signed on, this, on the star, one of them dies, um, and uh, somebody says, look, I signed over here, that's me, so I made my own signature, and the other guy um, presenting it, I know that his signature, and somebody else with me. So he, that's no good, because that's three quarters coming from the, the, the verification is coming through, of, uh, three quarters of the money is coming through one person, and that's problematic. Okay. So what's the money? I'm confused by it. It's not really the money, but it's like is, ki'ilu. You're talking about verification? Or the sta- the this this star says that Reuven owes Shimon a million dollars, okay. right? Uh, how do we know that it's a legit document? Well, three quarters of the information, which is basically the verification of the signatures, is what, ver- what certifies the document, uh-huh. is coming out of one mouth. Because half... Each witness is providing half the information, and one and one person saying, "Hey, that's my signature, so that's good enough for everybody." And then the second one, I'm one of the witnesses on the second signature. The problem is that it looks like basically three quarters of the information necessary to certify this star mm-hmm. is coming out of one, and that's what pre- mess- that's the issue. That's the issue. Okay, and that's the same thing with over here by by Aket as well. Okay. That's how Ravashi says, why should that be problematic either? He says, is there such a thing that if uh, he would provide all the information, it's perfectly kosher. Now that he has some other guy along with him, why is that worse? Okay, he could say, if he would say, all of it, not only my signature, but it's uh, whatever, the two signatures, then everything is coming from one man, that's fine. Just because there's another Joe with him, why should that mess it up? That's the kasha that Ravashi has. So he says, I don't like that answer either. Rav's answer he doesn't like. What is Ravashi's answer? He says that if I am the second, even he's saying, that signature, and I am the next signature. So in other words, he's saying, I find one. I'm the messenger delivering it. I was one of the signers. And, um, and the other guy signed in front of me. Um, that's where it's possible, because... 
The problem is either you're doing the Kimaget or you're doing the Kanas Chamim. You can't split between the two. When you're testifying about your signature, that's a Kimaget. You go say, I signed it. This is my signature. That's Kimaget. Um, if you're the actual guy who signed. And the other guy is, uh, is, is, is working with the other system of where I am, um, of, of the Takanus Chachamim, uh, which is that Befane Nechtam. You can't split the two. You can't join the two together. Okay. And that's Ravashi's take. So now we're going on our Mishnah. Mishnah says, Befane Nechtav Kulo, or Befane Nechtav That's the first guy who said, I signed it, right? He cannot say, Befane Nechtav Befane Nechtav. The guy saying, and the other signature was Befane Nechtam. This signature was me. And therefore, I'm certifying my signature. Yeah, so that's working with certification system. The first signature is working with, um, with, uh, with uh, the Takanas Chachamim, that one guy says Befane Nechtam, that you can't split the two signatures into two systems. That's the problem. Okay, now, the Mishnah said, Befane Nechtam Kulo, Befane Nechtam Chetzio, it's possible. Now, what's the other half? If we're talking about where there's nobody on the other signature, we have no verification for the other signature. We have no idea who this person is. Nobody was there for the signature. No information. So then, uh, if, if one person said Befana Nechtam, and one person says Befana Nechtam, you can't put two people together. So then, surely, if there's one of the signatures is no information, of course there's no good. Why would you need to talk about that? So um, it must be, and this is a kasha, must be either, like Rava says, that there is, we are providing information on the second signature. Um, either, like Rava says, where it's coming with uh, witnesses signing, uh, uh, testifying about the signature, or like Ravashi said. But it's uh, not fitting in with Rav Chista. That's the question. So um, Rav Chista would tell you, um, that's not, again, because let me just explain why I can't fit with Rav Chista. Because Rav Chista was the one who said that uh, two people are, are coming to, to verify the second signature that we recognize the second signature. That's no good. Um, the, 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 that clear, the, so, uh, so it sounds like that, that, um, the, if that's the case, so then what, what's going on over here is that there is no information, can't be where there's no information on the second signature. So we have to have some information on the second signature. The question is, what is it? Either it's him with somebody else, like Rava says, um, verifying the second signature, and it's like three-quarters issue, or it's like Ravashi says, which is, I am the second witness. Um, that would make sense. Um, anyway, so, and it's like a kasha, or a, a kasha on Rav Chizda. So the Gemara answers, Rav Chizda tell you, no, maybe it's talking about where there is no information on the second signature. Because again, Rav Chizda says, if you have, uh, um, right, so, um, so basically, so the Gemara asks, so the Gemara says like this, Rav Chizda will tell you, no, maybe it's talking about where there's no information on the second signature at all. Um, when you on the uh, and, and he says, why is it an obvious? Like, just cause look what the other line says. It says, "Befani nechtam, nechtav, avalo befani nechtam." Why do you have to talk about that case? Of course, it's not acceptable. The answer is, is what we call a lozuaf. So that's the way of Mishnayos. They start saying a basic, you know, obvious idea, or like not such a big chiddush, and then they build it up to tell you not only that's no good, but even when you got some information on the second signature, it's no good. And even if you got, you know, like we building up case the case. That's so the lozuaf could explain. What the case is over here as well. That's the idea. Yeah. What's Can the Tophet be one of the witnesses as well? No. No. But we'll get to that soon. What the. Uh, can a Sofer can be the Shliach? 
it can't be a witness though. Okay, because um, the sofer sort of has like a kind of like a it's, it's interest, it, yeah. a little bit of an interest in what he's writing. It gets paid. And that's it gets right. Paid. Can, can you do a reality check here? Because I'm trying to relate this to what I did as a witness. Yeah. It's a whole different system because we yeah. witnessed the entire, not half of the writing, we witnessed the whole procedure with the yeah. husband and the wife and with the transfer of the get. No, no, let me explain. There's two things. Here's a, here, let me explain. Okay, I'll explain to you. I'll explain to you. I don't know if you remember. I don't know if you remember. It's been a while, maybe. Okay. But, but, the, but, but the rap, what? 30 years. 30 years. Okay, so it's only 30 years. Anyway, so here's, here's what's done. Generally, um, the witnesses are there. They, there's the writing of the get. It takes time. It's 45, it's like at least, I don't know, Remember 45 minutes, right? Minutes, okay. So the law is, and this is, he says, you're happy. I'm fine if you want to stay and watch, but if you read beginning. the first line and you can recognize, a simon. Uh, make a simon on it, so then you could step out of the room and come back. You never left the room. Okay, that's fine. But once you, you have to still be there at the end, you have to read over the get. The witness would read all over, and the signing, and the, obviously the transfer, of course, you need to be there for. When you're giving it to her aunt, the witnesses have to be there. That's the shliach who's responsible. Yes, yes. Not that the we never were taught that phrase. Only the shliach has to say that. It's the person who's putting the hand in the, the get in the hand of the woman is the one who says that phrase. In another place, if the get is being given to the lady, the husband never would say that. Only a shliach has a responsibility to say that. And only outside of Israel. Uh, that's, uh, so the words, if all the parties are together, a lot of this doesn't even apply. Exactly. Right, of course. The Behold B'fan Nechtav, B'fan Nechtav, I don't know if I had mentioned this, but in the beginning, um, the Chassam Sofer asks, why is that we spent two prakim, two prakim on B'fan Nechtav, B'fan Nechtav, such an esoteric idea. And it's not, the, it's not the core of what a get is all about. And he says, because since Kitin is by definition a sad thing, I mentioned this. Yeah, it's so right. So it, so it's a sad situation usually um, for some people. Okay, anyway, it's not a happy time. So the idea yes, is, is okay. Okay, for you it is, but maybe for the woman it's not. It depends. Anyway, but the bottom line yeah. is, it's, uh, the back rise. Okay, so therefore, if you make it a situation where the husband is not with the woman anyway, so then it's then he's More then pleasant. it's it's yeah. this is what's freeing her. So it's like you want to start the Masech on a positive note. That's what he says. Anyway, the point being, though, is that's the Pufanin Echtav. It's only when it's done with the messenger. And you would never have had to say that. You would only... And the Shliach, and the Shliach, the, the Shliach or the witnesses, they really only need to be there for the first thing. But it's really the Shliach is what we're discussing. The Shliach would need to see the first line. That's what we saw in the Gemara, and that's what... That's, that's all he needs to be there for. So and he needs to see the signature time. and the full signature, both signatures. Uh, and they, right. And, and, the, and it has to be the fact that two witnesses, two is better than none. One can do it. The, the shliach is one man. No, it's one. The so, shliach is one man. So, what, all these combinations we're talking about here one person, two people. Two, two no, so we're talking time. about where uh, the, mess, the shliach was only, yeah. can only verify one of the signatures. Because he stepped out of the room. Ah, uh-huh. And then he delivers the cat. But, but fortunately, there's some 
to people there who recognize that second signature. Like, um, you know, if you've been around, you know people's signatures and you can know that that's a verifying... Right, exactly. So it's two people. So we have the full information, but that's the issue, that you can't clap together two systems. That was the idea. That's the question. That's basically the topic, really, of yesterday's topic. All right, hopefully we'll... Get to today soon, eventually. Okay. All right. Okay, so so anyway, that's the answer of Chizda says. Um, now, what, what, once we're on that topic of combining half, you know, different types of things, so what about in Hilchas Mechitza? You know, in, in Shabbos, there's a requirement for Mechitza. And the question is, well, what's the deal with... Uh, um, so, so what if you have a wall that's... Five, the minimum shear of a mechitza to make a domain is uh, is ten tefachim. What if you have a wall elevation of five tefachim, and then you have a ditch next to it of five tefachim? Do they combine to create a wall? That's the question. So um, that's Rav Chizda says that gidut chamisha and mechitz chamisha do not combine until it's either a full mechitza. Then you're working with mechitza system, or all gidud, where there's a, a ditch in the ground that creates a, a separation and it delineates a new area. But you can't have it half and half. And but the bottom line halacha is not like that; that it is acceptable. Also on the topic, Elf asked the question: What if you have hands that are tohor um, halfway? Is that acceptable or not? So what do we mean by halfway? If you're talking about where he, you you used. The water, you start with the revius of water and you're washing two people's hands, that's Befer said that's okay. So um, we're talking about over here um, one hand you washed by pouring water on, and the other hand you dipped in the river. Does that work? And said so that's also acceptable. So uh, we're talking about where you washed half the hand at a time. First you washed part of the hand, and then you washed the other part of the hand. And uh, is that acceptable or not? And, he, and the answer is, is that. Um, uh, the answer where we left off with is basically as long as the water is is still wet enough that it's transferable, which is the minimum shear of wetness, where transferable means that if I touch my finger to it, I can get wet, but and also transfer that wetness to something else. It's a level of wetness. If it's not wet enough, that it's just so slightly damp that I can feel the wetness, but I can't make something else wet, then that's not that's not wet enough to be considered uh, work uh, acceptable, and that was the bottom line, and that was where we left off with that. Uh, even though that's beferish halacha as far as mikvos, but you might not realize maybe that's only by mikvos, um, which is what Reb Yuda uh, paskined in a very interesting case, and I think I'm assuming that you did that part also because there's no place to stop before. Reb Yuda said an interesting idea that if a mikvah has exactly 40 saw. And one man goes in the mikvah, obviously it was fine for him, and he walks out, but the other guy walks in. It's still good if he kept the toe in. And the idea is, is that all the water that's on his body is combined and connected to that, and still in the mikvah. Obviously he's going to take water with him when he leaves, but until he's fully out, the water's all attached, to, and it's still the full uh, kosher mikvah. Um, um, for the second guy, and that's the idea. Uh, maybe that's only true for mikvos, but we paskin that it's also true for washing your hands, and it's acceptable. I do have an interesting case. I one time asked Rabbi Wonder, I had a big thing that needs uh, to be dipped in the mikvah that didn't fit in that little box in the kela mikvah. So I wanted to know: is that 
Can, how do I do it? And he, uh, Rabbi Wender, I think, and that, don't Paskin on the basis, said that if you do the one half and then you do the other half, even though they're not in all the water fully at the same time, I think he was applying this halacha that it might be good. Okay, anyway, I thought that was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, that's where I